Good afternoon and welcome to Southern Union Baseball on the iSchool Sports Network. It's a beautiful, cool Saturday afternoon at the Southern Union Baseball Stadium here in Wadley, Alabama. And the Bison are on the field getting ready to take on John A. Logan. My name is Tim Altork. I'm here with Al Haynes. And we're going to bring you all the action here on the iSchool Sports Network. Nine innings of baseball in front of us today. And it'll be Southern Union, a 10-5 winner yesterday in their first game of this Southern Union Invitational and they defeated Spartanburg Methodist in that game. And they'll take on a John A. Logan team that suffered its first loss of the season yesterday against Chattahoochee Valley. They come in with a record of 4-1 and one after that 8-2 to two loss yesterday. John A. Logan, the volunteers, they come to us out of Carterville, Illinois, getting their season started on a swing through the south as the winter weather up in that part of the country is not usually conducive to baseball this time of year. And so they're here. And they actually started the season ranked number 11 in the country in the National Junior College Athletic Association poll. So uh, this is actually the second nationally ranked team that Southern Union has played already this season. They played Gordon College uh, earlier in the season and split a doubleheader with that team. Gordon came into the season ranked number 19 in the top 20. So the Bison have held their own against those teams that are expected to compete for the national championship. And... The Bison will send Cameron Land to the mound today, right-hander. Cameron Land will get the start against these volunteers. Get you some numbers on Land. Land making his third start of the season, an 0-2 record. He's gone six and a third innings in those two starts of an inflated ERA, 8.526, but this is early in the season, and the innings are low. So one bad outing can balloon that ERA, and one good one can make it come down. So hopefully that's what we'll see out of Cameron Land today against this 11th-ranked team from John A. Logan. The Volunteers are ready to go. Land's ready to go. And we are ready to go, and happy you're with us today for Southern Union Baseball. Grant Trinkle, the center fielder, will lead things off for the Volunteers. Trinkle in the box, right-handed hitter. And if you're listening and not watching with us, John A. Logan wearing the gray pants, navy blue tops. First pitch to Trinkle is fouled a long way out of play on the right side. 0-1 is the count. Trinkle. Waits the 0-1 pitch. That one comes in low. That'll even the count at 1-1. One one. Trinkle comes into the game batting 250. 3 for 12 on the season. A home run, two RBIs. And he hits one on a line into center field for a base hit. Looked like a hanging breaking ball that was up in the zone, and Trinkle didn't miss it. Roped it into center field, and the leadoff man is on for the Volunteers. And lucky that wasn't worse. That that pitch was up, just a spin and breaking ball up in the zone. And that'll bring up the second baseman, Tyler Heckert. Pitch to Heckert, swing and a miss, fastball. He was late on it. 0-1 to Heckert. 
who comes in batting 400, just two for five on the season. Just his second start of the season. This is their sixth game. 0-1 pitch to Heckert off the plate and low. And it's ball one. Trinkle two for two in the stolen base department, so keep an eye on him over there. 1-1 pitch, swung on, fouled out of play. It's one and two. Just underway, top of first. No score, leadoff man is on base. Getting his lead is Trinkle at first. Land gives him a look. Now comes home, runner goes, swing and a miss. That's out, strike three. The throw is late at second. And Trinkle steals at his third stolen base of the season. Heckert strikes out swinging. That's the good news. The bad news is that there's a runner in scoring position now with one out for the catcher, Cole Chrisman. Chrisman has been red hot. And I'll let you know how hot after this pitch. Breaking ball, caught the corner, he took it. It's 0-1. Chrisman hitting 538 on the season, seven for 13. A homer and four RBIs. All of his hits have been extra base hits. The other six hits that he has had have been doubles. So seven hits, six doubles, and a homer in 13 at-bats on the season for, for Chrisman. And he hits one in the air, shallow center field. Collins drifts back from second and camps out underneath and makes the catch for out number two. So a big second out to a hot hitter. And Trinkle has to stay put at second. Chrisman pops out to the second baseman. And that'll bring up the left fielder, Drew Winters. Winters at 286. A home run, five RBIs. Land comes set. Pitch. Fastball just missed the corner. Good spot by Land. This is my first look at Cameron Land, and first thing you notice is the velocity. He's throwing it pretty crisply up there on that fastball. Land a big guy. A lot of leverage. Breaking ball. That one does catch the corner. Taken for a strike. It's one and one now to Drew Winters. Runner at second, two outs. Top of the first, no score. Winters. In a 1-1 count, Land glances back to second. Another look, now he comes home. Breaking ball and another good one, called strike two. Well, after that first spinner hung and went for a base hit, Land's found a location on that breaking ball pretty quickly here. And he's one strike away from getting out of the inning. The one-two pitch, fastball off the plate, outside. He's been working that outside corner this entire at-bat. All four pitches to winners have been away. 
See what he does with the 2-2 if he tries to bust him back inside. Long look now, the pitch. No, he stayed outside, fastball, strike three. Winners couldn't catch up to it. Swing and a miss. And Land works around the leadoff single. We'll go to the bottom of the first. No score between Southern Union and John A. Logan back after this. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other and or marketing names, products, or services reference here independent of SPF. Bison getting ready to hit in the bottom half of the first inning. No score between Southern Union and John A. Logan here in the Southern Union Invitational. The Bison will line up like this. It'll be center fielder Brody Sire to lead things off. Third baseman Clayton Phillips. That's a change from yesterday. Phillips played short. He'll play third today and bat second. Casey Clark batting third, playing first base. Jake Spivey playing left field and batting cleanup. He was the DH yesterday. He's playing the field today. Kolzak in right field batting fifth. Austin Brewer, the catcher, batting sixth. Thomas Collins, the second baseman, batting seventh. Braden Cole, the DH, batting eighth. And Riley Borgert, the shortstop, batting ninth. Cole and Borgert were not in the lineup yesterday, so they'll get the start today in the second game of this tournament. And we'll be here all weekend. Got you all covered all day today. And tomorrow, Southern Union will wrap things up against Chattahoochee Valley at 3 o'clock, and we'll have all that action here on the iSchool Sports Network as well. And want to apologize to you also for you, for those of you tuning in to watch. We had a little trouble with the video, but we're up and running now. And glad you bear with us with a, a little bit of technical difficulties. It's a lot better than yesterday where we didn't have sound for five innings. So <laughs> this is... Uh, missing a few pitches on the first half of the, the first inning is is improvement. Tomorrow we'll have the whole thing for you. Sound in, video, start to finish. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it. All right, Sire stands in. Left-handed hitter takes the first pitch. Thought it was up, but it was called a strike. It's 0-1. Sire had a good day yesterday. He swings and taps it foul, and he's quickly behind 0-2 against starter Nate Thomas, making his second appearance of the season, his first start. He's only worked an inning so far this season coming into today. No runs allowed, one strikeout against the four hitters that he has faced. Swung on and grounded weakly to second. Heckert has it, scoops it up and throws over to first for out number one. So Sire grounds out to lead things off for the Bison. And Clayton Phillips will hit. Phillips comes into the game hitting 350, no homers, three RBIs. He had a good game yesterday, too, a couple of hits. Drove home a couple. Takes a fast one inside off the plate. One ball, no strikes to Phillips. Thomas 
Nothing wrong with his velocity either. He's got some pepper on it, but that one stays up and in as well. It's 2-0 oh to the Southern Union third baseman. 2-0 oh pitch. Phillips a little late on that high fastball. Swung and missed, and it's 2-1. and one. Phillips, tall, lanky kid, stands on the right side of the box. And that one's up and in as well. The Bison wearing their road grays today. They, they wore the home pinstripes yesterday. Still the home team, obviously, but just wearing the different uniform. Swung on and hit hard to left. Winters is going back, and he is going to catch it just shy of the warning track. Phillips hit it hard and gave it a ride. But Winters made the catch out and left, and that's out number two. And there is still a little bit of a breeze blowing in from left field that may have had a little bit of an impact on how that ball carried. Not, not quite the stiff breeze that we had yesterday, but blowing in that same direction left to right. And now batting will be Casey Clark, the first baseman for Southern Union. He takes up and in for ball one. Everything so far from Thomas has been up. When he's missed, he's missed high. That one chopped off the end of the bat and trickles foul for Clark. That'll even the count at one and one. John A. Logan out of Carterville, Illinois, the southern part of Illinois, just north of the Kentucky state line. Pitch. Low and in to Casey Clark, who comes in as the Bison's leading hitter. Hitting an even 400 on the season, eight for 20, no home runs, one RBI. He takes up and away, and he's got an advantageous count, three and one. Clark can pick one out here and try to start a two-out rally. Here's the 3-1 pitch, up and away, nowhere near. And Clark is on, on the base on balls. And that'll bring up the cleanup hitter. Jake Spivey playing left field today. Spivey having a solid start to the season. 294, no home runs and an RBI. Takes a breaking ball, called strike. 0-1 to Spivey. Throw over to first. Clark dives back. Southern Union, no stranger to the stolen base. They've stolen 13 out of 16 this year as a team. Clark doesn't go. Breaking ball, called strike. It's a slider. It's a hard breaking ball. And it's got a sharp break on it. And Spivey so far has not been able to pull the trigger. He's behind in the count, 0-2. 0-2 pitch, fastball. Spivey fought it off. Clark, we talked about the stolen bases. He has not attempted one this year. Another 
0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. He went back to the breaking ball, and Spivey couldn't get it. So a strikeout ends the inning. The Bison leave a man at first after the two-out walk, and we'll go to the second. No score between Southern Union and John A. Logan. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. No score as we go to the top of the second inning. The Volunteers will send their five, six, seven hitters to the plate for the first time. Jack Ellis, Anthony Heron, and Tommy Woods do up against Cameron Land, who gave up a leadoff single in the first, but worked around that. And left that man stranded. And Ellis strides to the plate. Left-handed batter. Ellis getting his third start of the season. Comes into the game hitting 167, just one for six in the early going. Pitch from Land, swung on a miss. Fastball was tipped into the glove. 0 and one to Ellis, the designated hitter for the Volunteers. That one's low and in. Taken for a ball, one ball, one strike now. Land delivers the one, one. Called strike outside corner. And it's one and two. Two pitch, dribbled foul up the first baseline. A Bison emerges from the dugout. To corral that baseball. Land has a new one, and we'll do another one-two pitch. There it is, off speed, out in front, swing and a miss, strike three. Ellis was fooled. Second strikeout for Cameron Land, and that's out number one here in the second. And that'll bring up the first baseman, Anthony Heron. Heron hitting 286 for the year. He's got a home run and an RBI to his name in seven at-bats. That one low and away, taken for a ball, 1-0 to Heron. 
1-1 off speed. Aaron's timing wasn't there. He couldn't pull the trigger, and it's 1-1. One one. Land working quickly now. Check swing, and they say he did not go around. Looked like the pitch might have had the plate anyway, but the home plate umpire did not call it a strike. Check for the check swing, and they said he didn't go around. So ball two, two and one now to Heron. Pitch fouled out of play. It was three straight off-speed pitches. To start the at-bat, that was a fastball. The first one that Heron had seen, and he was late on it. Fouled it out of play. It's two and two. Here comes the 2-2 pitch. Swung on and fouled out of play again. There's nothing small about Anthony Heron. He's a big kid standing in there. Right-handed hitter. 2-2. Just missed. The outside corner. Brewer tried to frame it back there behind the plate. Looked like the right call, but Brewer made it look pretty close. And we've got a 3-2 count. Land delivers. Tried to go back to the off speed, but left it up, and it's a walk. One out walk to Anthony Heron. And that'll bring up the third baseman, Tommy Woods. Woods hitting 333. All these guys have some power. A home run, three RBIs. Very few players in the lineup that have not hit at least one home run here in the early part of the season. Woods takes a ball. That was another breaking pitch that just missed the outside corner. So 1 and 0. Heron 1 for 1 in the stolen base department, so he will steal a base. There's a called strike. One ball, one strike now to Woods. One out, runner first. Top of the second, no score. One-one pitch. Mercy, what was wrong with that one? Umpire did show his, he just turned his thumb down and said it was low. So two balls and a strike now to Tommy Woods. Pitch. That one gets in there, breaking ball, called strike, two and two. Woods looked back at him like that one was in the same spot. But it's two and two. Here comes the pitch. Took something off, left it up, and it's three and two. See how the volunteers play this with one out and a full count. Keep an eye on Heron to see if he's going on this three two pitch. He is. Hit pitches smashed into center field for a base hit. Sire comes in quickly, but it's not going to be in time. 
to keep Heron from going all the way to third. So the 3-2 count, sending the runner, works to the Volunteers' advantage. A line shot in the center field for a base hit off the bat of Woods. And they're at the corners with one out for the Volunteers. And the shortstop, Cam McMillan, will bat the number eight hitter with a chance to bring home the game's first run. Bison will look for a double play here to try to avoid that. McMillan. Breaking ball called strike. Uh, that's been the go-to pitch so far for Cameron Land. When he has located that pitch low in the zone, these volunteer hitters have not been able to offer at it. The 0-1, fastball. It's right through there. That one had some good action on it, tailing back towards the batter. Good sequence here for Land. In a pressure situation early in this ball game, 0-2 count. Now to McMillan. Here's the 0-2. Checked his swing. The home plate umpire says he went around. A big strikeout for Cameron Land. And a good job behind the plate by Austin Brewer. That pitch was in the dirt. Brewer dropped to his knees and kept it in front of him to make sure that runner was not able to come home from third. And a three-pitch strikeout is the second out of the inning. And Jason Hodges is all that stands between Cameron Land and the end of this inning right now. Hodges, the right fielder. Now runners on the corners with two outs. Hodges, there's that breaking ball. He's been pretty consistent, has Land with starting pitchers off with that slider. And he's been able to get it in the zone and get ahead of these hitters. 0-1 to Hodges. One pitch. Went back to the slider. That one dove out of the zone. It's one and one. Be interesting to see if they force the situation here with the first and third. Runner not going. Pitch is low. It's two and one. But now's a count where they may try to make something happen. So keep an eye on Woods down at first. Two-one pitch, not going. Bounces up there. Now he takes off with the ball in the dirt. And Woods does advance. Good job by Brewer again to keep the ball in front of him and prevent the run from scoring. But now a base hit could mean two runs instead of one. That's got to be a wild pitch. The runner was not going on the pitch. He waited until it bounced to take off. It's a 3-1 count now to Hodges. Here's the pitch. Swung on, fouled out of play, and that'll run it full. Hodges comes in hitting just 182. No homers, one RBI to his name. And he awaits a 3-2 pitch. Runners at second and third with two outs here in the second. Pitch called, strike three. Outside corner, Land paints it. 
and gets a pleasant reaction from the Southern Union dugout as he gets his fourth strikeout of the game to end the second inning. We'll go to the bottom of the second, no score. Husqvarna's end of season clearance sale is on and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B South Bridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Safe Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Well, the Bison work around some trouble in the top of the second, and we go to the bottom half of the second inning with no score between Southern Union and John A. Logan. It'll be 5 6 7 in the order for the Bison. Cole Zach, Austin Brewer, Thomas Collins to get their first look at Nate Thomas here in the second. Zach had a hit in five trips yesterday. Swings and misses at the first pitch here. Zach hitting just 150 on the season, three for 20. Does have a homer, two RBIs. He takes a ball and he's got the count even at one and one. Left-handed hitter awaits. Low and away for ball two. Two and one, swung on, fouled out of play, left side. And that'll even things back up. Two balls, two strikes to Cole Zach. Southern Union right fielder. Here is the 2-2 pitch. Breaking ball just missed. The catcher took a quick glance back at the umpire. Nothing too obvious, but... Enough to say he wanted that call. Didn't get it, though, and it's a full count to Cole Zach. Pitch popped in the air, left side. Woods goes back, foul territory now, makes the call and the catch, and that's out number one. So Zach pops out to third in foul territory for out number one in the second. Austin Brewer, the catcher, will come to the plate. Brewer has had a good start to the season with the bat. Hitting 333. Five for 15 on the season. A home run, three RBIs. Big cut at a fastball. Didn't get it, and it's 0 1. 
Takes that one. Out of the zone. One ball, one strike to Austin Brewer. Swung on, fouled back over the backstop and out of play. And that'll be a one-two count now. To Brewer. Thomas working quickly. Fastball stays high on away. That'll even, even it back up at two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Swung on, hit it in the air. Pretty deep right field. Hodges is going to go over towards the line, though he has room and makes the catch for out number two. Hit pretty hard there, but down the right field line and out number two. One count to Thomas Collins, who laces it into right field. For a base hit, the first hit of the game for Southern Union. singles. He's down at first with two outs and Braden Cole is the batter. First pitch is strike. It's 0-1 to Cole. Cole checked the swing but the bat met the ball and went foul into the Southern Union dugout. Two out single by Collins. He's down at first. He's on the run, pitches inside, catcher drops it. Stolen base for Thomas Collins. And now runner in scoring position with two outs. A one-two count to Cole. And a base hit. Bring home a run. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Cole couldn't time it up. So the Bison get a hit, get a runner in scoring position, but leave him stranded. And we will take a break. Come back with the top of the third inning. No score. Back after this. 
The Car Clinic, Main Street, Downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you paying, we spraying. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the car clinic. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. No scores, we go to the top of the third inning. Both teams have put together a threat, but neither has gotten the two-out hit that they've needed. Southern Union left the man in second base the last half inning. John A. Logan had runners at second and third, and they were stranded. And Cameron Lynn back on the mound for Southern Union. Already five strikeouts for Land in the first two innings. He was in a little bit of trouble, so he may have overshadowed the fact that he struck out the side in the second. Face the top of the order again, Grant Trinkle, the center fielder to lead things off. He singled back in the first. There's that breaking ball from Land. Blitz the plate, taken for a strike. It's 0-1. One pitch, fastball smashed into right and foul. That'll land in the Southern Union bullpen. So far, the pattern has been start him with a breaking ball, get ahead in the count, and then bring that heat for Cameron Land. It's an 0-2 count, fastball, fouled back to the screen. It's 0-2. Trinkle had a better sense of the timing on that fastball. But it's still 0-2, land into the wine, pitch. Trinkle, good work there just to get the bat on it and stay alive. He was fooled by the breaking ball. I don't know what you would even call that. As far as his swing, I guess he checked his swing. Very defensive, but stayed alive. So it's still 0-2. Fastball, no, that was the breaking ball. That dove off the plate. Good take by Trinkle. And it's one ball, two strikes. Pitch. Foul off again. Back to the breaking ball, but Trinkle was able to get a piece of it. And it's still one and two. 
missed up and away. Fastball, it's two and two. Land into the wind. Two balls, two strikes. Grounded back to the pitcher. Land gets it on a hop. Underhands over to first, and that's out number one in the third. Trinkle is retired. And that'll bring up Heckert. Struck out his first time up. About with one out, nobody on here in the third. And delivers. Check swing, foul ball. It's 0-1. That was a fastball. Went against the pattern there. And it was up and in on the hands of Heckert. All he could do was check his swing. Foul it off. It's 0-1. Now back to the breaking ball and a good one. 0-2. Taken for a strike. And ready to go. Now the 0-2 pitch. That hit him. Tried to come in on him with the fastball. Didn't hit him hard, but it got something. And Heckert reaches on a hit after being hit by a pitch. So he's at first now with one out and Cole Chrisman, the catcher. He popped out the second his first time up. But as we mentioned, has been swinging a hot bat. So far this season, throw over to first. You're thinking about Heckert on the base paths has not attempted a stolen base yet this season. Big lead though. I think they just called a balk. Called a balk on Cameron Land. And Heckert goes down a second. I didn't see, I wasn't watching Land. I'm not sure specifically what he did to warrant that call, but he didn't seem to put up much of an argument. So now the runners at second with one out. Pitch is grounded through the hole at short and into left field. That's going to score a run. The throw will be cut off, and it is one to nothing. John A. Logan, RBI single by Cole Chrisman. And the Bach leads to a run. So Chrisman takes his place at first after the RBI single, and it's one to nothing. John A. Logan leads it. Winters, now the hitter. Taken low for ball one. Pitch hit a mile in the air to left field, not very deep. Spivey went back, now he comes in. 
And he missed it. That ball was high up in the air. Took forever to come down. The wind was probably playing tricks on it. And Spivey dropped it. An error in left field. Crispin only able to advance to second. He had to hold halfway expecting that ball to be caught. You could kind of tell Spivey was in trouble and as high as that ball was hit and a cloudless sky, lots of sunshine and wind and he was not able to catch it. So runners at first and second now with one out. Jack Ellis at the plate. Ellis 0 for 1 with a strikeout. Swung on, fouled off at the plate, 0 and 1. A hit batsman, a balk, and a single have led to the game's first run. And Logan bidding for more here. They got runners at first and second with just one out. The 0-1 pitch, tails off the plate, away from the left-handed hitter, and it's 1-1 to Ellis. Land has his sign, now comes set. Pitch, check swing, bounced up there. They appeal the swing. They say no swing, and it's a ball, so it's two and one. Two balls, one strike. Two on, one out, one in. Here in the third. Pitch, swing, and a miss. Fastball. Ellis didn't catch up to that one, and it's two and two. The strikeout has come at opportune times for Land. Let's see if he can get another one here. Two-two pitch. Just missed. <laughs> Lots of fans. Cameron Land wanted that pitch. But it's going to be a full count. Last time they sent the runners with one out and a full count. Let's see how the Volunteers play it now with a runner at second as well. They are not going. Swung on, fouled back to the screen. A little bit of a different strategy. Not as much of a risky play to send a runner if it's just a runner at first, but when you've got that runner at second already in scoring position, you may not want to hang him out to dry with just one out. Another 3-2 pitch. Runner's not going. Pitch is inside. Gets away from the catcher. But it's a, it's a walk. And the bases are loaded. Chrisman to third. Winters down to second. And now Ellis at first. And the 
trouble deepens here in the third for Southern Union. Anthony Heron at the plate. He walked his first time up. He bats with the bases loaded and one out. Bison looking for a double play up the middle. In on the corners. Those guys would come home. Fastball strike outside corner 0-1 to Heron. pitch. Got the call again on the corner. It's 0-2. Aaron not thrilled with that. But he digs back in and waits the two-strike pitch. Comes the 0-2. That one is up. Taken for a ball. It's one ball, two strikes now to Anthony Heron. Runners get their leads. There's a volunteer at every bag. One out here in the third. Pitch bounces up there. Good job by Brewer again. Land trying to bury that breaking ball and get the hitter to chase. But Heron didn't offer. Brewer earning his keep back there behind the plate. And the count is two and two. Land comes home. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Once again, Land gets a strikeout in a much needed situation. His seventh strikeout of the game. That's out number two in the inning. The bases are still loaded, though, and Tommy Woods is the hitter. Woods singled his last time up. These are the kind of pivotal situations that can define a baseball game. I know it's early, but breaking ball, call strike, outside corner, 0-1 to Woods. These are sort of the swing situations where a hit means two runs, maybe more, and an out means none, and that can be a big difference when it's all counted up at the end of the game. Call, strike two, outside corner. Land. One strike away from getting out of this with just one run allowed, and that would be quite the feat. 0-2 pitch. Oh, he hit him, and he's going to walk in a run here. He tried to come in on Woods on the 0-2 pitch and plunked him on the shoulder. Second hit batsman of the inning. It'll be an RBI for Woods, and it's 2 to nothing. Crispin comes home. Still bases loaded. Winners at third. Ellis at second. Woods at first, and McMillan is the hitter.
Pitch to him and smashed over short and into center field. One run is going to score. Two are going to score. The throw comes in, and it's a two-run single off the bat of Cam McMillan. And that makes the score four to nothing. McMillan drives home a pair. Woods goes all the way around to third. And four to nothing is our score. This inning has had a little bit of everything. Not everything has been Cameron Land's fault, but he really hasn't helped himself either. That's just the second hit of the inning, but he's hit two batters, walked one, and an error out and left has contributed to this as well. As Hodges stands in, takes a ball low and away, it's 1-0. Runners at the corners. Woods at third, McMillan at first. McMillan takes off, throw down a second, and not in time. Hand jumped as if he was trying to cut that ball off. But that was just a straight throw down a second trying to get that third out. Woods made no attempt to come home. So it's a stolen base by, by McMillan. And there's runners at second and third now with two outs. Pitch was a ball, so it's 2-0 and oh to Hodges. Land goes back to the windup and bounces a breaking ball up there. It's 3 0. Hodge is the ninth man to hit in the inning. 3 0 pitch. That one is taken low, so it's a four-pitch walk, and the bases are loaded once again. Land having trouble putting the finishing touches on this inning, and that'll get a visit from Coach Aaron Everett with action already taking place down in the Southern Union bullpen. Hit batsman, a single, an error, a walk, another hit batsman that brought home a run, and then an RBI single, or two-run single, excuse me. And that has played at four runs. And we're back to the top of the order for Grant Trinkle, who's already hitting for the third time in this ballgame. He's one for two, single to lead the game off in the first. Bouncing ball up the middle, slowly, through the legs of the shortstop, Borger, and into center field. Two more runs are going to score. And it's six to nothing. Not an easy play. Borgert had to charge in in front of the bag at second on that slow hit ground ball over the mound. But it skipped on him on the short hop and got between his legs. A two-run error 
on Borgert. Woods and McMillan score. It's six to nothing. Hodges around the third, so they're at the corners now with two outs. Runner goes, grounder to short. Borgert's going to get a chance to redeem himself, and he makes that play, and at last, the third out of the inning comes, but not before six runs across the plate for John A. Logan. We go to the bottom of the third. Bison Trail is six to nothing. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna zero-turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna zero-turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles for 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. Well, just a fast inning for Southern Union. In the third, they give up six runs on two hits, two errors, two hit batsmen, a walk, two walks. Just a, basically a complete collapse by Southern Union that they finally were able to get out of, but not before six runs came across and they find themselves yeah. in a six to nothing hole. The good news yeah. to the third inning. And Riley Borgert, who had one of those errors in that last half inning, will lead things off for the Bison here in the bottom half of the third inning. Shows bunt, pulls it back, takes low for ball one. Nate Thomas, the pitcher for the Volunteers. Very happy to take the mound with a six-run lead. Pitch to Borgert, taken for a called strike. It's one and one. Pitch, swung on and hit on the ground to short. McMillan ranges towards the bag, scoops and throws, and that's out number one here in the third. Coming up the Brings us back to the top of the order. Center field of road side. Sire grounded out to second. His first time up. And Sire came into the game hitting 333. Had a home run yesterday, his first of the season. And he's got himself in an 0-2 count here against Thomas, who is working very quickly. Here is the 0-2 pitch, swung on and hit softly in the air to center. Trinkle came in, now goes back to step, makes the catch, and that's out number two. Coming up to that, number 19, Clayton Phillips. 
Side corner called strike 0 and 1 to Phillips. Phillips flied out to left. Hit the ball pretty hard his last time up, but nothing to show for it. Now he's in an 0 2 hole again. As Thomas just firing strikes, working quickly, and Phillips calls time. Thomas working too quickly for Clayton Phillips liking. Everybody's ready. 0-2 pitch on the way. That one dives off the plate, outside. And it's 1-2 and two to Phillips. Here's the pitch. Swung on, fouled out of play. Phillips stays alive. Chased a high one and missed it. And the Bison go one, two, three in the third. We go to the fourth, Southern Union trailing John A. Logan, six to nothing. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Pitcher for Southern Union as we head to the top of the fourth inning. Left-hander Caden Smoot on the mound. Smoot making his second appearance. He's got an inning under his belt so far this season in his first appearance. Recorded a couple of strikeouts, didn't allow a hit or a run. And he goes into the wine and delivers, and it's a high pop-up on the infield. Borgert shields his face from the sun, waits for it to come down, and makes the catch. One pitch, one out, as Crispin pops out to short to lead off the fourth. outing for Cameron Land. Not all his fault, but he doesn't last past the third inning. Now Smoot faces Winters. First pitch to Winters up and away for ball one. 
Pitch is fouled straight back. Now leaving things up. One ball, one strike to Drew Winters. Winters is right in the middle of that rally last inning. It was his towering fly ball in shallow left that caused trouble for Spivey out there. Spivey ended up dropping that one. And that helped set up that six-run rally. Pitch is taken for a ball. It's two and one now to Winters. Officially 0 for 2. Swung on and smashed. Deep left field. That ball is going to get down in the corner and bounce up against the wall at the foul line. It'll be a stand-up double for Drew Winters with one out here in the fourth. Winters turns on one and cranks it down the left field line for a double with one out, and he'll stand out at second base. As the designated hitter, Jack Ellis, steps in. Ellis 0 for 1, but he walked and scored in the third. Delivery. Ooh, called strike. Jimmer's <laughs> called there for Smoot. Brewer had to backhand that ball. Looked like it might have been low as well, but he got the call, and it's 0-1. Runner goes from third, swung on and hit in the air to left. Spivey tries to chase it down, and it's going to land foul. That could have been all kinds of trouble, but fortunately just a noisy strike for Southern Union. And that makes the count 0-2. Johnny Logan pressing the issue here offensively. They had the, the runner in motion on that one. So certainly have no intention of letting up here, trying to add to this six to nothing lead. 0-2 pitch, fouled straight back. Still 0-2. Collins. Was breaking to the bag as Smoot delivered that pitch as if there was a pickoff play. That's second. 0 2 pitch, hit in the air. Again, high left. Spivey dancing around out there. He lost it. He can't find it. And Sire has to come over from center and pick it up and bring it in, but not before a run crosses home plate. Spivey completely lost that ball. The sun sort of shining from that direction, right out towards left. You look at the shadow, it's right in his, right, you're right behind him. So he's looking directly up in that sun. Nothing he could do. And a tough luck double off of Smoot brings home a seventh run, and it's seven to nothing. John A. Logan. And Anthony Heron will bat. With one out and runner at second base. Aaron swings and misses. Strike one. Aaron 0 for 1 with a walk and a strikeout so far today. Swing and a miss. 
Tried to check his swing, but he went around. It's 0-2. And Heron calls time. Now he's ready to go. Stripe has a sign and comes home. Low and away, ball one. One ball, two strikes. Anthony Heron hits one in the gap, left center field. Sires runs over and he's not going to get it. That's going to score another run. Big turn at first. The ball gets away on the throw in. And Heron able to go down to second. He was going to stop. But Southern Union mishandled the throw in. It trickled onto the infield grass behind the pitcher's mound. And Heron alertly went down to second. An RBI single. And an error on the throw in that allowed him to get to second. We're going home. Let's go. Eight to nothing is our score. Smoot now faces Tommy Woods. Woods one for one with a single. He also was hit by a pitch that drove home a run. He took that one off his shoulder with the bases loaded in the third. Check the swing, home plate umpire says he went around. It's one and one now to Woods. One, one pitch. Outside corner call strike two. Two more runs in here in the fourth. John A. Logan leads it eight to nothing. Pitch from Snoop, swing and miss, strike three. Pitch is on the outside part of the plate. Woods couldn't reach it. So he strikes out for out number two. And Cam McMillan, the shortstop, will hit. McMillan had a two-run single in that big third inning. Officially one for two. First pitch to McMillan. Out of the zone, ball one. Runner at second, two outs, two runs in here in the fourth. And a 1-0 pitch to McMillan. Low and in, and it's 2-0. Strike on the outside corner. I'm getting some color commentary on my text messages, Al. 
That's uh, probably not suitable for broadcast. <laughs> Two can't, balls. I can't imagine who. <laughs> Two balls and a strike. McMillan up and away. It's three and one. Let's just say they're not, not thrilled with the way this game is going. Got some Southern Union fans chiming in. Three balls, one strike, swung on, hit in the air, foul territory. Zach gives chase towards the bullpen, but it's going to get out of play and actually land on the bullpen mound down there. I've got to catch that one, boys. Just let it drop. So strike two to McMillan, three balls, two strikes now. Two outs, and the pitch is hit in the air, high left field. Spivey going to have another chance, battling the sun again. He's got this one and makes the catch for out number three. It's been an adventure for Spivey in left field, but he finally makes a play out there and puts it away, and that'll end the inning, but not before two runs score, and we'll go to the bottom of the fourth. Eight to nothing, John A. Logan leading Southern Union. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Six Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Bottom of the fourth inning, Southern Union trailing eight to nothing to John A. Logan, the number 11 team in the country. And they are playing like it. Southern Union has struggled in all facets of the game so far. They've Coming up to managed just Number one hit through the first three innings Ball. off of pitcher Nate Thomas. has not done themselves any favors in this game thus far, but it is still early. Eight to nothing is our score. And the heart of the order coming up for the Bison. Casey Clark, Jake Spivey, Cole Zach. And the umpire. I think somebody might have wandered out of the dugout over on the John A. Logan side. He want to make sure everybody's where they're supposed to be. Smashed, but right at second baseman, Heckert. Hard hit ball off the bat of Casey Clark, but he lines out to the second baseman. Coming up to bat, number 44, Jack. I got the rice cooking in the microwave. Got a three-day beard. I don't plan to shave. And it's we will be happy to be playing at 3 o'clock in the afternoon instead of noon tomorrow. 
Hawks had all kinds of trouble with the sun in left field. And he takes a called strike on the inside corner, 0-1. Spivey struck out his first time up. Breaking ball and a beauty called strike. 0-2 to Spivey. Chop foul up the first baseline. Nate Thomas in a rhythm and working quickly on the mound for the Volunteers. As I said, he's allowed just one hit. That was a Thomas Collins single back in the second. And Spivey is hit by a pitch. Coming up the bat, number one, Cole Zapp. So Spivey reaches. It's amazing. I'm the reason. Cole popped out to third base, fouled out his first time up. So runner at first, one out after Spivey was hit by the pitch. Swing and a miss by Zach. Tip, well, tip, foul tipped into the glove. Strike one for Cole Zach. He takes that one high. And that'll even things up at one and one. Strike outside corner. Good spot there from Thomas. And it's a one-two count to Cole Zach. Tried to come back in, but that one dove at Zach's feet. He laid off. It's two and two. Pitch on the way, swung on, popped up in the air, foul territory. Heron ranging over towards the fence and makes the catch going back. Nice play. Not an easy catch by Heron, but he was able to get over and make the play. Zach pops out first. Route number two. I'm gonna make a toast because we still alive. No big Spivey still at first. Two outs now, and Austin Brewer, the catcher, will hit. He flied out to right field. One of the harder hit balls that Southern Union has managed off of Nate Thomas. He gave it a ride to right, but not far enough. And there's a base hit over third. Swinging at the first pitch. And Brewer laces a single into left. Coming up to bat, number 22, Thomas. So a little two out noise here for Southern Union in the fourth. Thomas Collins, who I mentioned had the only other hit coming into the inning. Two outs and a runner in scoring position. And Brewer really has done nothing but hit this season. He's
had a good time of it at the plate. As I said earlier, he came in hitting 333. And that base hit will only help that average. As Collins fouls off the first pitch, he's got himself in an 0-1 count. Scoring opportunity for Southern, Southern Union. Collins calls timeout. Bison have not had many base runners so far. They haven't gotten a runner past second against Nate Thomas. Hoping to do so right here. If Collins can put one in the outfield, he fouls it off. Out of play, left side. And it's 0-2 to the Bison second baseman. Thomas comes set, comes home, and he hit him. Gotta load the bases. Coming up to bat. Collins sprints down to first. Cold. Second hit batsman of the, of the inning. And that's got him loaded for Braden Cole, the designated hitter. Well, we saw John A. Logan cash in with a couple of two out hits. Let's see if Southern Union can do the same thing. Cole struck out his first time. Looking to do some damage right here. He takes a breaking ball for a called strike, and it's 0-1. Swing and a miss. He waved at a breaking ball. Looked like he was fooled on that one. And it's 0-2. Cole awaits the 0-2 pitch. Thomas comes set at the belt. Now delivers. Fastball just off the plate, maybe high. And it's 1-2. Cole stands right on top of the plate. His back foot is on the line of the batter's box closest to home plate. He stands right on that line. He fouls one off there to stay alive. It's still one and two. I mean, honestly, his toe may be out of the batter's box. That's how close he's standing to the, to the plate. Here's one, two. He swings and misses the breaking ball. Got him. Thomas works out of a bases loaded jam. The Bison threatened, but don't score. We go to the fifth. Still eight to nothing. John A. Logan leads it. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. 
Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the car clinic. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Go to the fifth. Southern Union trailing at eight to nothing, and they're going to put their third pitcher of the day out on the mound. JJ Gray, right-hander, will take the hill for the Bison. Gray making his second appearance of the season. Worked two-thirds of an inning, giving up a hit, two runs, no earned runs though. Walk. His only other outing. He'll get a chance to walk His job is to hold him right there. He's got eight runs across. Does John A. Logan. And you never know what can happen in these ball games. You don't want the lead to get any bigger, obviously. And Hodges will lead things off against Gray. Gray, the righty. Into the wind and delivers. Swung on and hit softly in the air, shallow right. Zach ranges towards the foul line and makes the catch for out number one. One pitch, one out in the fifth. And back to the top of the order. And Grant Trinkle. Trinkle one for three. Singled in the first, reached on an error in the third. When the Volunteers batted around, Trinkle actually batted twice in that third inning. They sent 11 men to the plate, scored six runs. Trinkle swings and misses at the 1-0 pitch, and that'll even the count at 1-1. Swung on, fouled sharply up the right field line. He was late on that one, and it's 1-2. Volunteers got six in the third, added two more in the fourth, and that's where we stand, eight to nothing. The Bison have managed just two hits so far through four innings. And breaking ball, he tried to get the corner with two strikes, but didn't get the call, and it's two and two.
which is hit a mile in the air, popped up. Shallow right, Zach comes in. He makes the call for it and puts it away for out number two. Gray's got the first two hitters he's faced. And it'll be the second baseman, Heckert. To bat with two outs and nobody on. Pitch is low and away. Ball one. Swung on and grounded to the right side. Collins ranges towards first. Underhand to Clark, and it's a 1-2-3 inning. Gray comes in. And does the job. In the fifth, we go to the bottom half of the fifth inning. Southern Union trailing it eight to nothing. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna Zero Turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna Zero-Turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIBC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. Bison come to hit in the bottom of the fifth, trailing it eight to nothing to John A. Logan. Coming up to bat, number 27, Riley Bogert. Be Bogert to lead things off. And so far, Nate Thomas is just rolling right along for the volunteers on the mound. First pitch to Borgert. Breaking ball called strike 0 and 1. Bison just got their first 1 2 3 inning defensively. Let's see if they can get something going with the bats. Pitch is low. Take it for a ball, one and one now to Borgert. One ball, one strike, tap back to the mound. Thomas picks it up, throws it to first, and that's out number one. Coming up to bat, number two. Back to the top of the order now, Brody Sire. Southern Union scored 10 runs yesterday. Sire was a big part of that. As the leadoff man often is, but he bounces one back to the mound off the glove of Thomas. Thomas picks it up and throws it away. It's going to bounce off the dugout wall. And Sire on down to second. 
A two-base error off the glove of the pitcher, and Sires at second with one out. That'll bring up Clayton Phillips. Chopper. Thomas had to leap a little bit to try to get the glove on it. I think he, for a minute, thought he had it, but it bounced out of his glove. Once he located, he threw too quickly. Ooh. I think hit him in the shoulder. From our angle, it was looked like it might have got him in the helmet. But Phillips hit by a pitch. That's the third hit batsman. Clouds under heavy rains in line between joy and pain. It's a long, strange trip. Now they're first and second with one out. You ain't and Casey Clark at the plate. Clark. Last time up. Had one of the hardest hit balls of the day for Southern Union, but it was right at the second baseman. He lined out. 0 for 1. He walked his first time up. Takes a ball. It's 1 and 0 to Casey Clark as the Bison's starting to threaten again here in the fifth. Pitch called strike outside corner. 1 and 1 to Clark. Bison left the bases loaded in the fourth. Couldn't get the two out hit that they needed. But Clark, the guy you want up there with runners in scoring position. Swung on and smashed foul. And out of play. Over the left side. One and two now to Clark. As I said, Clark came in to this game leading the Bison and hitting, hitting an even 400. Chance to drive in a run if he can improve that average. He's got two strikes on him. Here's the one-two pitch. Inside part of the plate, not even on the plate. Ball, I thought it caught the plate. Might have been low, too. Clark flinched a little bit, but it's a ball, and it's two and two. Two-two pitch. Swung on and hit over first and into right field. Runner had to hold to see if that ball was going to get caught, but they're going to wave him. And the run scores a throw into third, not in time. On that throw, Clark goes down to second. Finally, some noise from the Southern Union offense, and the Bison are on the board. Coming up the bat. An RBI single by Casey Clark. Sire comes home to score. It's eight to one. Phillips around to third, so they're on the corners with one out. And that'll draw a visit to the mound from the John A. Logan coaching staff. They'll talk to Thomas. Bison breakthrough. Casey Clark with an RBI single. And 
Southern Union maybe not done with this inning. They're second and third with one out. Mark is second, Phillips at third, and Spivey. Looking for some redemption after some defensive struggles. Spivey takes a called strike on a breaking ball. It's 0-1. can make up for it right here. A base hit would score two. A one, swing and a miss. Strike two to Spivey. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Just missed the outside corner. And it's one and two. Pitch popped up. Foul territory, right side. Heron back from first. The runner's tagged, but have to hold as Heron makes the catch in foul territory, and that's out number two. So Spivey unable to get him home as he pops out to first. Outs now in the inning for Cole Zach. And this looks like now it, they will make a pitching change. And that'll be the end of the day for Nate Thomas. He comes off shaking his head. I think he probably wanted to finish this inning at least. But he gets a nice welcome from his teammates. We'll take a break, come back, and tell you who the new pitcher is for John A. Logan right after this. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Pitcher is 30, number 32. We spent the break trying to figure out what number the pitcher is wearing. Matt Moore is the new pitcher. Moore making his second appearance of the season. One inning, one walk, one strikeout, and hit a batter in his only appearance this season. 
He comes on with two on, two outs. And he'll have to face the left-hander, Cole Zach. Tries to get out of this fifth inning. It's not going to be Zach. Cooper Schwalbach will be the pinch hitter. Schwalbach came through in a big way in this situation yesterday. He had a two-run pinch hit double. That was part of that 10-5 win for the Bison. So he's going to get a chance to do it again today. He takes a pitch low and low. Well, it's not low and in. It was a called strike on the inside corner, 0-1. To Schwalbach. That double yesterday was the first hit of the season for Schwalbach. He swings and fouls it out of play. And it's 0-2. Schwalbach, one for five on the on the year in limited action. It's 0 and 2 with two outs. Runners at second and third. Schwalbach hits it hard, but on a hop to short. Right at McMillan, who fires across the first and retires Schwalbach for out number three. So Schwalbach comes off the bench and hits it hard, but right at the shortstop. And the Bison will have to settle for one run. We go to the sixth. Southern Union trails at 8 to 1. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B South Bridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Stage 20 Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. They killed me, and I kissed her like it was the first time. She laughed and looked at me like I lost my mind. I said, baby, I love you, can't live without you. I know I don't say it enough, but some days you just
No balls and a strike to Chrisman. He takes high for ball one. It's one and one as we start the sixth inning. Swung on the ground at the second. Collins scoops it up, fires across the first, out number one. Here in the sixth. Winters will come to the plate with one out in the sixth. Nobody on. Southern Union trailing at eight to one. J.J. Gray back out on the mound for his second inning of work. He got him one, two, three in the fifth. Delivery is high for ball one to Winters. Swung on, fouled back to the screen. One ball, one strike to the Volunteers left fielder. Pitch. Must have been high. Ball two to Winters, who is one for three. He's doubled. Scored a couple of runs. Fouls it out of place. Two and two now to Winters. Pitch up and away. And Gray runs it full. Here is the 3-2 pitch, up and in, and that's a walk to winners. One out walk, puts the runner at first, and Jack Ellis, the designated hitter, will come to the plate. Ellis one for two, a double, a walk, an RBI, two runs scored. He's been a big part of it offensively for the Volunteers. Pitch, that one is high, ball one. And Gray has lost the, the vertical element of the strike zone, everything's up. Pitch, off his fist, fouled out of play, it's one and one. Gets the sign, comes set. Runner goes. Call, strike on a breaking ball, throw down a second. Not in time. And Winters steals it. Pretty good throw by Brewer there. It got there on a short hop and quickly, but it was a good jump by Winters. And he was able to slide in just ahead of the tag. Almost slid over the bag, too. But he's at second. It's a one-two count. 
Runner goes to third, and he will make it without a throw. And that's going to bring the infield in for Southern Union. As Winter steals third, he's there with one out. And the Bison not willing to concede another run here. Called strike three right through there. Ellis walks back to the dugout befuddled. Not sure what he was waiting for. That pitch was right down the middle. Unless he, he may have thought it was high. At any rate, Gray gets a big strikeout, and that allows the infield to back up now with two outs. First strikeout for Gray. Pitch to Heron. He's low and in, ball one. Anthony Heron, the first baseman. One for two, a walk. He had an RBI single back in the fourth. Swung on, hit off the end of the bat, foul down the first baseline. One ball, one strike to Heron. Swing and a miss. Heron went fishing for a pitch outside. Didn't get it. And it's one and two. Calls time. Gray took a little too long to get his sign. And Heron stepped out. One two pitch. Just missed the outside corner. Two and two. Called strike three, breaking ball. Heron can't believe it. He puts his hands on his helmet and then holds him out as if to wonder how that could be called a strike. But it was, and it's out number three. Back-to-back -back strikeouts for Gray to end the inning. And we will go to the bottom of the sixth. Southern Union trails it eight to one. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the car clinic. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Eight 
to one our score. John A. Logan leading Southern Union as we go to the bottom of the sixth inning. It'll be the six, seven, eight spots in the order for the Bison. They face Matt Moore, the second pitcher of the day. He came on with two outs in the last inning and got the got the final out of the fifth. He'll continue here and start the sixth. Uh, look out past the outfield fence, and I see him. Coming up to bat. Players running the foul poles. That was my least favorite pick Running foul poles. No big. I feel like pie. Part of your conditioning. You're not Super in the game. Shot. The game's going on. I'm coming in. And those might be guys for the other teams that are waiting to play, but that's just part of the dirty nitty-gritty of being a college baseball player. One of those foul poles. Ugh. Austin Brewer at the plate takes ball one. Blowing away, ball two. Brewer, one for two. He had a single in the fourth. Balls, no strikes. Pitch is low. It's three and zero. Oh. It's not so bad on a cool day like this, but when the season gets on into the hotter days of spring and summer, called strike to Brewer, make it three and one. You just sweat. And you just dread running. And I'm looking forward to the heat. <laughs> let's, talk, let's, let's talk about some warm things. Coming up the bat. As Brewer Thomas. takes a walk to lead things off in the sixth. Thomas Collins will hit. He's been on base twice. He singled in the second, was hit by a pitch in the fourth. And has played flawless out at second base as well. Good day for Collins. See if he can keep it going. He takes low for ball one. Side corner calls strike. That'll even things up to Collins. One ball, one strike. Didn't mean to, but he chops it out towards first. Heron fields, throws to the pitcher covering, and they say the pitcher didn't have the bag, and everybody is safe. Kind of an awkward play there. Heron came off the bag at first to field it on the infield grass. Moore had to charge over to try to cover the bag. And the 
runner and the ball, and the pitcher sort of all got there at the same time. The umpire said Moore did not touch the base once he had the ball, so an infield single for Collins. And Brewer gets down to second base, and we've got a pinch hitter. That's Will Kelly at the plate. He takes a called strike. It's 0-1. Kelly pops one foul down the right side and out of play. Kelly got the start in left field yesterday and had a RBI single in four trips. He comes on and hits for Cole here in the number eight spot, and he's got himself in an 0-2 count. Calls time. First and second, nobody out. Bottom of the sixth. Check swing. Did he go? Yes, he did. So Kelly comes off the bench, sees three pitches, and strikes out. Coming up in bat, number 27, Riley. Yeah. Bring up the shortstop, Riley Borger. Yeah. Borger 0 for 2. He's grounded short. He grounded back to the pitcher. Runner still at first and second. Now one out. Pitch. Called strike at the knees. 0-1 to Borger. Walk to Brewer, an infield single by Collins, and they're still out there with one out. Swung on by Borgert, tapped over the mound. Shortstop charges, throws, not in time. Borgert beats it out. McMillan did everything he could there. That ball was chopped over the mound. McMillan fielded it on the grass. And threw on the run, but Borgert beat it out. Ball hasn't left the infield yet, but the bases are loaded. See if Brody Sire can do something about both of those things. Sire, 0 for 3, he reached on an error back in the fifth and came around to score the Bison's only run. Moore delivers. Comes in low, ball one. Well, Sire homered yesterday. He does it again, we've got a ball game. Takes low for ball two. Base is loaded, one out. Southern Union threatening here in the sixth, trailing it eight to one. Pitch fouled out of play. Aggressive with two with a two-o count. Sire looking to make something happen, but he fouled it off. And he awaits the two-one pitch. Here it is, rounded to first, slowly. 
Aaron charges, can't field it, he boots it. And a run scores, everybody's safe. That ball had almost come to a stop and Heron took his eye off of it. As it went into his glove, he dropped it. And the error allows a run to score. And it's eight to two. Al, you could have fielded that ball. That's just one that you make. That's a play you make 99 times out of 100. That was the one that he didn't. And Southern Union will take it. Base is loaded, one out, one in, and Clayton Phillips at the plate. And also the, the runner was charging hard down the baseline, and Heron was fielding that ball with the runner bearing down on him. He knew he had to grab it quick and get to the base if he was going to beat him to the base, and I think that probably factored into how he fielded that ball or didn't field the ball, as the case may be. Phillips. Fouled off the first one. Takes a called strike on the second one, and it's 0-2. So Brewer scored. Collins down to third. Borgert at second. And Sire at first now. The 0-2 pitch. Punched in the left. Base hit. That's going to get down. They're going to wave the runner from second. The throw comes in up the baseline. Two-run score, and it's 8-4. Southern Union. A two-run single by Clayton Phillips. Coming up the bat, number 32, Casey Clark. Collins and Borger come around. Sire all the way to third. And a meeting on the mound amongst the infielders. To try to calm down Matt Moore. Casey Clark bats with runners at first and third. One out. Three runs already in for Southern Union. Cut the lead in half. It's eight to four now. And Clark with a chance to do some more damage. First pitch to him. He was ready to swing at that one and do damage indeed. Big cut by Clark, but he didn't get it. High fastball, 0-1. Clark one for two. He's already got an RBI single. Looking to do something like that again. Swing and a miss. Pitch low and in. Ump says it was foul tipped into the glove, and it's 0-2. Phillips at first. Sire at third. Three runs in. Popped up, shallow left. McMillan goes back, calls for it, and makes the catch in the outfield grass. And that's out number Coming two. Coming up the bat, number 44, Jalen Spivey. I've got a lot cooking in my Two outs now, and runners still at the corners. Swing and a miss. Spivey was late on the heater. 
0-1 to the Southern Union left fielder. Runner goes. Swung on, fouled off the catcher. So Phillips will have to ease on back to first. And Spivey down in the count 0-2. asking the umpire in the field about something. No idea what that could be. But it is 0-2. Runner goes again. Spivey takes the pitch and bounces up there. And Phillips goes down to second without a throw. So second and third now with two outs. A 1-2 count to Spivey. Here's the pitch. Swung on, hit in the air, right field line, tailing foul. Spivey tried to punch one into the corner. Couldn't keep it fair, and it's still one and two. the one-two pitch again. Low and away, ball two. Chrisman wanted that call. He bounced out of there like it was going to be strike three. They appeal on the check swing. He didn't go around. And it's two and two to Spivey. Two-two pitch. Check swing. He went around that time, and Spivey strikes out to end the inning, but a good one for Southern Union. They put three runs across and cut the lead to eight to four as we go to the seventh inning. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna zero-turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna zero-turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIBC. SPF is a separately owned and other these and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Eight to four is our score. Southern Union breaks through for three runs in the sixth. Cuts into this John A. Logan lead as we go to the top of the seventh inning. A new pitcher for the Bison. Fourth pitcher of the afternoon will be Brock Young. Sophomore out of Ramford High School, young 
off to a good start last year before the season was cut short by the COVID pandemic. Young hasn't quite picked up where he left off in the early going so far this season. This will be his third appearance. He's gone an inning of two-thirds and allowed five earned runs. He's been touched up a little bit. ERA inflated because of that, a 27.0 ERA. And hopefully he can do something about that today. The big right-hander stands out there, and he'll face the bottom of the order. 7-8-9, Tommy Woods will lead things off for the Volunteers. Pitch from Young. Fired wide, it's 1-0. Pitch popped up, foul, and out of play. To even the count at one and one. Woods one for two. He's got a single. Breaking ball. Looks like it stayed up. And it's two and one to Woods. Singled in the second, was hit by pitch. But the base is loaded in the third. So he's got an RBI, one for two officially. He fouls it back to the screen and it's two and two. Pitch bounces up there. That'll run it full. Part of the problem for Young has been the control. The strike zone has eluded him. An inning and two-thirds, he's issued five walks. And he's got a full count right now to Woods, leading off the seventh. Count, pitches wide, ball four. So a leadoff walk to Woods. And McMillan will hit. McMillan one for three, had a two run single back in the third. Paint, excuse me, paints, Young paints the corner. Call strike one, it's 0-1 to McMillan. Mitch, he checked the swing, home plate umpire says he went around, and it's 0-2. Two pitch. Ooh, breaking ball just missed. Good spot there by Young. Didn't get the call. It's one and two.
Tried that same spot, but that one was a little bit wider. Stayed off the plate outside to the right-handed hitter. And it's two balls, two strikes to McMillan. Here's the pitch. High and outside again, full count. He had him 0-2 and he's run it full. Pitch, keep an eye on Woods down there at first. Edwards think Young thinking the same thing, throws over to first. Now Young comes set. Comes home, runner does go. Pitches a ball just off the plate. Brewer slaps his thigh. He wanted that call. Instead, it's another walk. And they're at first and second with nobody out here in the seventh. And Brock Young is going to get a visit from head coach Aaron Everett. We mentioned that walks have been a problem already for Young this season, five of them coming in in his first two appearances and now two to the first two batters he's faced. Although to be fair, that last three two pitch was as close as they come. He hasn't been missing by much. And Hodges will hit. The number nine man in the order. 0 for 2 with a walk. And Young comes set. Pitch. Hodges shows bunt, pulls it back, takes the ball. It's 1 and 0. Pitch, bunts again, pops it up. Brewer didn't have a chance to get back to it. It was all the way back at the backstop. By the time the catcher Brewer real, realized where it was going to be, he did not have time to get to it. So it's strike one to Hodges. One ball, one strike now, the count. as I can tell, throwing in the Southern Union bullpen. So Brock Young going to get a chance to get out of this as he leaves a breaking ball high. Two and one now to Hodges. Either that or whoever's next is ready and they'd stop throwing. That's the only other way I could think of that. Call strike outside corner. Young paints it. 
And it's two and two. Swung on, hit in the air to center field. Sire moves over towards right, makes the catch, the runner tags. The throw comes into third, right on the money, and he is out. What a play, Brody Sire. Man, oh man, it had to be a perfect throw, and it was. Great play in center field by Brody Sire, and there's two outs. That ball came in on the fly, right on the bag, a head first slide by Woods as he was trying to advance. And the tag was there waiting for him. Young, breaking ball strike to Trinkle and it's 0-1. That'll put a hop in your step on the pitcher's mound when you get a great defensive play like that. 0-1, swung on and missed. Trinkle chased a breaking ball in the dirt, and it's 0-2. On the throw to third, McMillan went to second, so he's down to second now with two outs. And an 0-2 count to Trinkle. Swung on, hit in the air to right. And the catch is made out there. I was going to say it's Zach. I'm not sure who's out there. Zach was pinch hit for, so I'm not sure who the right fielder is. But the catch was made out number three, and Young works around a couple of walks, gets a great defensive play in center field by Brody Sire. And the Bison will hit in the bottom of the seventh when we come back, trailing it eight to four. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurses' shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Give proper credit to the right fielder, Cooper Schwalbach. He was the one that made the catch on the final out of the previous inning. He is actually due up to lead things off here in the bottom of the seventh as Southern Union trails at eight to four. And they'll face a new pitcher, third pitcher of the day for John A. Logan. That's number 29. 
Harper Herald. website. This is where I get my stats from, so my apologies if that's incorrect. But this is Harold on the mound. Hard throwing right-hander. Faces Schwalbach, who takes low and in for ball one. Schwalbach up for the second time. He grounded out to short in a pinch hit appearance. Back in the fifth. He stands there like a statue and takes ball two. Looks like Schwalbach's going to make him throw a strike. Schwalbach also right on top of the plate. 2 0. Inside, he had to jackknife out of the way of that one, and it's 3-0. and Well, a walk started it for the Bison in the sixth. Brewer led it off with a walk, and that set up a three-run rally for Southern Union. Let's see if Schwalbach can start things on the same note here. Taken all the way, called strike inside corner. It's 3-1. and one. Here's the 3-1 pitch, that one's up, ball four. So Schwalbach does draw a walk. Last ball from Harold so far. Got one of them across the plate. Now Brewer, who I just mentioned, will hit. One out and run it first. Southern Union. Not going to fade away in this one. They're trying to make life difficult on this Volunteers team. That pitch is low and away. Ball one to Brewer. Bison fell behind eight to nothing after the fourth inning. But they've chipped away at it. It's eight to four. And they're trying to make something happen here in the seventh. There's a fast strike inside part of the plate. One and one now to Brewer. Still nothing but fastballs from Harold. He's got a pretty good one, velocity-wise anyway. One, one. That one stays low and in, two and one. 
hear the life in the Southern Union dugout. They're sensing a rally. They want to see it. Two-one pitch. Swung on, fouled straight back. Good hack by Brewer. Pitch was up. He didn't quite get the bat to it. And it's two and two. Harold comes home, two two pitches low, it's three and two. Down four runs. You got a 3-2 count with a pitcher that's hasn't thrown a lot of strikes. Do you send the runner here? Fallbach, not a big lead. Runner does go. Pitches called strike three. The throw hits the pitcher and bounces out towards second base. And they're going to call interference on Brewer. That's going to get an argument from Aaron Everett. Or at least a seeking out an explanation. Aaron Everett says the catcher was juggling the ball. That was a weird play. And I was not focused on where the batter was. The pitch was a called strike three, so Brewer struck out. And the only thing I can think of was that he wandered in front of the plate on his way back to the dugout as the catcher tried to make the throw down to second. So the interference erases the runner. So there's two outs now in the inning with nobody on. And Thomas Collins hits and takes Strike one, tough break for the Bison. Things were starting to swing back their way. They had a 3-2 count. But they get a strikeout, interference on the batter. And the inning has taken a turn for the worse. Ball one. Collins, who's two for two. He's been on base every time. Two singles. He was hit by a pitch. He scored a run in the sixth. He's got himself in a 1-1 count. With two outs and nobody on here in the seventh. Which is high and away, ball two. Thomas Collins. Oh, 
one pitch. Harold delivers and leaves it high. Same spot, ball four. Coming up to bat, number 42, Will Kelly. So Collins takes a walk. His perfect day continues. Will Kelly will hit for the second time. Kelly pinch hit in the sixth as the DH and struck out. He's 0 for 1. Very short lead at first for Collins. Here comes set, delivers, low ball one. The 1-0 pitch, and Kelly is hit by the pitch. Got him right in the back. Now that catcher's interference, or the interference on the catcher, I should say. Coming up the bat, number 27. By the batter, Roper. batter's interference. Comes into play heavily at the very least. The Bison could have the bases loaded. But as it is, it's runners first and second with two outs. And a visit to the mound. See if they can calm down Cooper Harold, who's walked two batters, hit another one. He recorded a strikeout. And the second out came via that batter's interference against Austin Brewer after the called third strike. Right, goes out to break up the meeting on the mound. And yeah. Yeah. I got one green And Riley Borgert is the hitter. Borgert had that infield single. Last inning. Part of that three-run rally. He hit a chopper over the mound and beat the throw. Takes a called strike, and it's 0-1. That's the only hit of the day for Borgert. He's one for three. Here's the 0-1 pitch from Harold. They throw behind the runner at short, and they did not get him. Close play. At second base, I should say, not short. As Collins had wandered off the bag down there at second, the second baseman came in behind him. The catcher threw down, and they almost picked him off. Pitch was a ball, so it's one and one now to Borgert. Inside, called strike on the inside corner. Borgert, as I mentioned, stands very close to the plate, so even though he had to turn on that pitch to adjust to the location, it caught the corner. So it's one and two. 
Pitch, swing and a miss. He didn't get the fastball. And that's out number three, so two strikeouts in the inning. And the Bison leave two stranded. And we will go to the eighth. Southern Union trailing it eight to four. Husqvarna's end of season clearance sale is on and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRA-SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. 8-4 our score as we go to the eighth inning. John A. Logan leading Southern Union. Brock Young still on the mound for the Bison. Just to give you an idea of how we got to where we're at. The Volunteers, excuse me, scored six runs in the third, two in the fourth. I've gotten nothing since. The Bison, since that 8-0 hole, scored one in the fifth, three more in the sixth. To cut that lead in half, the time starting to run out on Southern Union. As Brock Young faces Tyler Hecker. First pitch out of the zone. 1-0, that pitch called strike. We'll even the count at 1-1. Swing and a miss on a breaking ball. Might have been fouled off the bat of Heckert. But it's strike two either way. One ball, two strikes. Two. Volunteer second baseman, he takes a breaking ball. Low for ball two, two and two to Heckert. Heckert, 0 for three. He struck out, grounded out twice. He was hit by a pitch in the third and came around to score a run. Swung on and hit in the air a long way, but foul, well foul. Still one and two to Heckert. That one's high. And it's two balls, two strikes. Young into the wine. Way high. Uh, it was, was ball three. <laughs> now it's ball, ball four. That was a walk. I missed a, I missed a pitch in there somewhere. Short a ball on the count, but that was ball four, so he takes a walk to lead things off. Third walk 
for Young in an inning plus. And he'll face the catcher Christman. Runner goes, bunt shown, pulled back. Throw not in time as Heckert steals it easily. He got a big jump on Young. Throw was well late down the second by Brewer. And Chrisman calls time. Chrisman one for four. He had a single as part of that six run third. Scored a run, drove one home. Swung on and hit on a line, foul down the left field line. He hit it hard, but it hooked just a couple of feet foul. Otherwise, would have been extra bases, probably would have scored a run. and two now to Christman. And Young steps off. Now the 0-2 pitch. Swung on, fouled straight back, still 0-2. Runner at second, nobody out. Top of the eighth inning. Brock Young into the stretch, pivots towards second, chases the runner back, no throw. the 0-2 pitch. Swung on and grounded slowly to third. The runner's going to have to go back to second. The throw to first is not in time. Pulled the runner off the bag. Now the runner from second goes to third and everybody's safe. The field umpire initially began to signal out. The throw beat the play, but Casey Clark came off the bag too soon. And I saw what the umpire saw. It may not be, whether it was the right call or not. The catch was made at first, but Clark was coming off the bag trying to go into his throwing motion towards third base, and he came off the bag too soon. I think that's it. Got to put the error on Clark on that one. So it's runners first and third. With nobody out here in the eighth. And Winters swings and misses at the first pitch. It's 0-1. Tough break for Southern Union and Brock Young. Defensively, they had an out in the palm of their hands, but couldn't complete the play. Swing and a miss. 
0-2 now to Winters. Winters one for three, he's got a double. Reached on an error, scored two runs, walked. He's been on base three times. And his four trips. Go over to first. Chrisman dives back. No two pitch on the way, swing and a miss. So Young mows him down on three pitches. Winner strikes out for the first out of the inning. First strikeout for Brock Young. And they're at the corners with one out now for Jack Ellis. Ellis one for three, a walk. A double, an RBI, two runs scored. Takes outside for ball one. Again, Chrisman back easily. Pitch is way high. Brewer had to stand up to catch it. Two and zero to Jack Ellis, designated hitter. Pitch bounces, caught on a short hop by Brewer, and it's three and zero. Pitch, breaking ball, catches the corner. It's three and one. We don't see that very much. 3-0 breaking ball. Young hasn't been able to locate the fastball in this at bat. And didn't want to groove on or risk the walk. Went to the breaking ball and got the call. There's a fastball in there. Ellis swings and misses and then Young's battled back to run the count full. Three and two. What do they do with Chrisman at first? Runner goes, swung on and missed, strike three. He is out because first base was occupied even though the runner was going. So he can't try to advance even though the pitch was in the dirt. So second straight strikeout. Chrisman does steal the base, he's down at second. Good job by Young to battle back. It was 3-0, and he fought back to get the strikeout in the second out of the inning. And now Anthony Heron at the plate with two outs and runners at second and third. 
Pitch from Young. A beauty fastball outside corner at the knees called strike 0 and 1. Pitch swung on, hit on the ground to right, or to the right side. Second base, then Collins gets over to it and fields and throws him out. So a good job by Brock Young to work around a couple of base runners and leave them stranded. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Southern Union still trails at eight to four. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the car clinic. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Go to the bottom of the eighth, Southern Union failing at eight to four. Get late, boys, time to rally. So far in this game. Coming up the bat, number two. Eight runs on seven hits and four Southern Union errors for John A. Logan. The Bison have four runs on five hits. And Brody Sire will lead things off in the eighth. For Southern Union against Cooper Harold, who fires a fast strike on the outside corner. Oh, and one to Sire. Swing and a miss. Oh, and two. Sire's reached base twice, but both times on errors on ground balls that he's hit on the infield. One went off the pitcher. That was back in the fifth. The other was on a slow roller up the third, uh, first base. The Heron mishandled. So Sire officially 0 for 4, but he scored a run. And he takes the ball and awaits the one-two pitch. Tails off the outside of the plate. Out of the zone, two and two now. To Sire, who has made the defensive play of the game so far for either team. He caught a fly ball in center field and had a runner tagging from second base trying to go to third. 
And he put a long throw on the money, on the fly, as he hits another slow roller on the infield. Bare hand attempt by Woods. Not in time to get Sire. An infield single. For the Southern Union leadoff man, and he's the first with nobody out. Good play by Woods. He charged that one. That was a slow roller that never got past the infield grass. Woods charged it and fielded it cleanly with the bare hand through all in one motion. But Sire just did beat it out. And Clayton Phillips will bat. He takes a called strike. 0-1 to Phillips. Phillips had a two-run single back in the sixth. He's one for three. Pitch is in. Phillips had to skip out of the way of that one, and it's one and one. slowly out towards short. McMillan circles around it, scoops it up and throws the first. That was his only play as Sire advances to second. Coming up to the bat, number 32, On the ground out. Casey Clark, the hitter now for Southern Union with one out. And runner in second. single back in the fifth one for three with a walk so far today pitches up and away for ball one to Casey Clark It was high, it's 2-0. and oh. Shadows have crossed home plate. Sires in the sun from the waist up, in the shade from the waist down. for a 2-0 pitch. Here it comes. He laid off, thought about swinging, took it for a strike. It's 2-1. and one. Two balls, one strike to Clark. the check swing he didn't go and it's three and one 
pitch. Ooh, called strike outside corner. Clark didn't think so. A lot of other folks didn't think so. But the man who matters did, and it's three to three and two. Full count to Casey Clark with one out, runner at second. Swing and a miss, strike three. <laughs> one of the Southern Union fans unhappy with that second strike call. As Clark goes down swinging, two outs now, runner at second, and Jake Spivey is the hitter. Spivey rips one into left for a base hit. They're going to hold the runner at third as they get the ball back in quickly. And Spivey with his first hit of the afternoon. Coming up with that, number eight, Cooper Swalbach. Like Sends Sire do down to third, so that's the corners now with two outs. Cooper for one with a walk. Takes a called strike. Outside corner at the knees, 0-1. Schwalbach was involved in that batter's interference play. In the seventh, he walked to lead the inning off, tried to steal second. As Brewer struck out looking, Brewer got into the path of the throwing catcher. And Schwalbach was called out because of the interference. He fouls that one off and he's in the hole 0 and 2. Short lead at first. 0 2 pitch call strike three inside corner. And Schwabach. Stares into the dugout. Nobody there can help him. He's out number three in the eighth. So we go to the ninth inning. Southern Union still trailing it eight to four. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna zero-turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna zero-turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. 
Eighth inning is upon us. Eight to four is our score. Brock Young still on the mound for Southern Union. And really the difference in this ball game has been that six run third inning that John A. Logan put together. Since then the Bison have outscored them four to two, but Six runs count just as much as the other ones, don't they? Uh, so Young will be charged with getting three more outs here and hoping to hold them right where they are and seeing if the Bison can come up with some ninth, ninth inning magic. It'll be the bottom third of the order, Woods, McMillan, and Hodges. Do up for the Volunteers. Pitches high and away for Woods. One ball, no strikes. Woods has been on base three times. Takes a called strike. It's one and one. Strike two. <laughs> Wood scratched his chin. <laughs> As if to say, hmm, that was not what I would call a strike. But the umpire did, and it's one and two. He fouls that one off, checked his swing, and it hit the bat. So it's one ball, two strikes to Tommy Woods. Woods is singled. Was hit by a pitch and walked, and he was the man that was thrown out on that spectacular play by Brody Sire. Back in the seventh inning, he fouls off another one to stay alive, and it's still one and two. One ball, two strikes. Young delivers another foul ball. Popped up straight back. Right out of the stadium. All those foul balls and the umpire has to restock. Now we're ready for the one two pitch. Brock Young to Tommy Woods. Time called. Now we're ready. One, two, swing and a miss. Strike three. Woods strikes out for out number one in the ninth. Third strikeout for Young as he works in his third inning today. And he's been in some trouble, but he's been able to work around it. He's issued three walks. Had to work around an error last inning, but hasn't allowed a hit. As I said, three strikeouts, so some good innings for Brock Young in this ballgame so far. 
punctuate that with a period if he can get two more outs, but two balls and no strikes. To Cam McMillan. McMillan one for three with a walk, a run scored and two RBIs in this game. Swings and hits one on a line over second and into right field for a base hit. So there is the first hit off of Young. That's the first hit for the Volunteers since the fourth inning. They've had base runners, walks and errors and the like. But the first hit since the fourth. And McMillan has got himself a two for four day. He's at first with one out. And Hodges, the right fielder, hits. Big lead at first by McMillan. Swing, big cut. That's not Hodges, that's a pinch hitter. That's Cody Jansen, who took that big hack and is down in the count 0-1. Runner goes, swung on and hit up the middle, right to the second baseman who was standing on the bag, and it's a double play. Collins was going over to second to cover the base on the stolen base attempt. The ball was hit right to him at second base bag. He fielded it, stepped on the base, lifted the first for two, and that's how the, eighth, the ninth inning ends. For John A. Logan, we go to the bottom of the ninth. Southern Union needs to rally, trailing at eight to four. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Back for the bottom of the ninth inning. Southern Union will have the six, seven, eight spots in the order due up. They got to score four to tie it, five to win it. They'll have to do so against Cooper Harold. He was on for his third inning of work. He came on in the seventh. His struggles, but hasn't allowed a run yet. He's issued two walks, hit a batter, allowed two hits, four strikeouts, two innings. We'll remind you right now while we have a minute, while they're still warming up. One more game for Southern Union in this Southern Union Invitational. They'll be back right here at the Bison Baseball Stadium tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock. We'll have all the action for you right here on iSchool Sports Network. I'll be here on the call along with Adam Slay. And some good news from Southern Union Athletics elsewhere. The Bison men's basketball team yesterday 
last night playing the conference win over Wallace Hansville. 84-74, I believe, was the final score in that one. That's the first conference win for the Bison men. So hopefully they can get some good things going in the basketball arena. Pitch from Harold goes behind the head of Austin Brewer to start the ninth. It's 1-0. Lots to look forward to on the iSchool Sports Network. We appreciate y'all watching and listening with us today. Rooting for a Southern Union rally here as they trail it by four in the ninth. A 1-0 count to Brewer. Up and in, it's 2-0. And I would guess that these Southern Union hitters probably going to be taking a strike, making Harold get one across. He hasn't exactly been in complete command. And there's another one out of the zone. It's 3-0. Velocity not the problem for Harold. Location has been. But so far, the Bison haven't been able to take advantage of it in terms of scoring runs as Brewer takes a called strike on the inside corner. And it is 3-1 to the Southern Union catcher. He's one for three with a walk and a run score today. Swung on and hit in the air, lazy fly ball right. Hodges is out there, and he dropped it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Hodges started dancing. Didn't get himself up under that ball. The wind is not really a factor right now. But he did not position himself very well to catch that ball. Came down in the like a snow cone in his glove, and he couldn't squeeze it. It popped right out. So an error allows Brewer to reach. Uh, two days here, and I've seen more dropped routine fly balls than you would have ever expected. Had a couple of them yesterday. A couple today, we had another one that was just completely lost in the sun. It's been an adventure in the outfield for both sides. And a pinch runner at first. I'll tell you who that is. As Collins takes a called strike, 0 and 1 to Thomas Collins. Strike two, that same spot. Collins doesn't like it. It looks wide from where I'm sitting, but it's been a pretty consistent strike today. And it's 0-2 to Collins. Pitch is fouled straight back. Pinch runner is Miles Cook, number 21. He's at first after the error. Short lead for Cook. 
an 0-2 count. Taken low for ball one. Collins has been on base all four times. He's got two singles, a walk, and he was hit by a pitch. We need some more of that right now. Low ball two. has worked it even after falling behind 0-2. Here is the 2-2 pitch. Swung on and grounded to short. Could be two. On to first. In time. Nice pick at first base by Heron. And John A. Logan turns the double play. McMillan fed it to Heckert. Heckert received the feed with a bare hand and turned the throw. The throw was low, but Heron was able to scoop it on the bounce. And a nifty double play erases the base runner, and now the Bison are down to their last out. And Will Kelly will be the man. He grounds it to short, and it goes right under the glove of McMillan. And another error will prolong the game. McMillan had the glove down, waiting for the ball to come up into it. It rolled right under it, and he ran right past it as it went out into left field. We're going to get a pinch hitter for Porter. That's number 23, Trey Harry. Right-handed hitter out of Hoover High School. Harry swings at the first pitch and fouls it back to the backstop. Harry 0 for 3 on the season, looking for his first hit. Making his, appearing in his second game. He's played in one other game before today. Got himself in an 0-1 count with Kelly down at first after the error. The 0-1 pitch right through there called strike. It's 3 and Harry strikes out looking to end the ball game. The Bison get a couple of base runners in the ninth, but the double play thwarts their rally attempt. And John A. Logan wins it 8-4. We'll take a break, come back and wrap things up from Southern Union right after this. 
Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Southern Union loses its second game of the Southern Union Invitational, 8-4 to John A. Logan, the number 11 team in the country coming into this tournament. The Bison scored four runs on eight hits and committed four errors. John A. Logan scored eight runs on seven hits. Also committed four errors, and the six-run third inning was the difference in the game for John A. Logan. They took an 8-0 lead. Southern Union chipped away into it, but not able to get any closer than the final score, 8-4. And that'll do it for us from Southern Union for today. Again, we'll be back right here at Southern Union. Hope you tune in with us at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon for the finale of the Southern Union Invitational as the Bison will take on Chattahoochee Valley. Again, that game is at 3 p.m. We'll be on the air probably 10 or 5 minutes before that. So, hope to see you soon. And thank you again for listening and watching today. For Al Haynes, I'm Tim Althorch on the iSchool Sports Network. So long, everybody.